Hello, hello, hello. I am coming to you live from Canyon Lake, California. And tonight is my very first podcast entitled Cotton Candy Logic. And what that means and where it comes from, I'm sure you're curious. So I'm going to tell you all about it. Cotton Candy Logic came from my five-year-old one night when we were getting ready to do story time for bed. And I asked her if she knows the difference between what it means to be happy and joyful. And she said, sure, being happy means like when I'm at Disneyland and I'm eating my cotton candy and I feel so happy. And I said, well, what's joyful? And she said, isn't it the same thing? And I said, no, not really. And I decided, you know, I think a lot of people think that happiness and joy are kind of like the same thing. If we're happy, it means that we're doing something right. But that's not the case. See, joy sometimes we have, even though our circumstances aren't happy, we're not content, we're uncomfortable, but we still have joy. I want to share with you a little bit that I went through this last couple of months. I had to close a business that I started up three years ago that had reached its peak of success about a year ago. And my partner and I were faced with the decision to either keep the business going by investing our own money or to close it. And I just felt like I had to keep it open. And so I did. And a couple of months later, um, we had to close it. And it was just such a hard thing to do because at the time that I could have closed it, I probably wouldn't have lost as much financially. And I became very depressed and really started to question my walk with Christ, really started to question my own personal ability and what I bring to the table to my family as a provider and being an example to them for having faith and having joy in the midst of a trial. And so I began to really question, you know, my career choices and who I was as a person and wonder if God was really going to provide because I felt like maybe I wasn't obedient and I should have closed the business. And I went through this wilderness period and my family all rallied around me and prayed for me and told me that everything was going to be okay and just to keep my eyes on Christ and to acknowledge that God's my provider. And I started to realize that, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. God being my provider in a long time. I grew up in the church. I thought I understood what that meant. But truly what it means is understanding that every single thing that we have is because God has allowed it. It has nothing to do with how much we work. And that started to change my outlook on how I lived my life. And I started to understand that feeling good and taste something tasting good and looking good wasn't always for me and that I needed to have more of a prayer life again because I had fallen away from that. In the last year, I'd stopped praying for my career. I'd stopped praying for like really direction. I felt like, oh, I've got this down my career. I understand my career. I know what I'm supposed to do. God, just bless my family. Make sure that they're healthy. Make sure the kids are happy and they get to do fun things and nice new clothes and beautiful toys. And we go places together and that'll make them happy. And I realized I was teaching my kids the exact opposite of what my parents taught me and the exact opposite of what we're supposed to teach our children. Um, living a life of a believer. I needed to convey to my kids that it really didn't matter how much we had or what we had or where we went or even who we knew. But what mattered most is how we treat one another and how we acknowledge God in our life. And that I had gotten away from and I felt so guilty that that almost crippled me. 
And it wasn't until really my sister said to me, Lisa, you can either choose to keep being completely entangled in this idea of failure, or you can choose to be entangled in the love of Christ. And I started thinking to myself, if I'm going to be entangled in anything, I want to be entangled in the love of Christ. I want to persevere. I want to keep trying. I want to keep believing. And I started to get this hope back inside of me. I joined a women's Bible study on Wednesday mornings, and we began studying the book of James. And James talks all about trials and tribulations and all about how we have to really acknowledge Christ and really understand that our eternal idea and our eternal state of mind should really be every day so that these little trials seem like just a blink, a, a speck of dust in the grand scheme of things. If we truly believe in the eternal life after this life. And it started to really sink in that the joy of the Lord is my salvation. The joy of the Lord is my strength, that I really needed to trust in Christ. I really needed to understand that through all things and through everything, as long as I rely on God, it's possible. And not everything that I want is going to come to fruition. Not everything that I think that I need is going to come to fruition. But what God has willed for me will. And I just have to persevere through it. I have to keep trying. I have to keep pushing. I have to keep praying because God will never give up on me. And God will never give up on you. Today, I leave you with the scripture, Philippians 4.13, which says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That scripture has never reigned more true in my life than it has in the last three months. That I have not only realized my position in this world and my purpose in this world is to give God praise and to live a godly life, but also to understand that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And I have to not fear for the unknown or fear for people that might have ideas against me that I have to trust in God for my life. So I encourage you, stay encouraged, stay motivated, and stay prayed up. Have a wonderful night or a wonderful morning whenever you're listening to this podcast.